Yolby Julian on the Browno and Scott Morrison, the gift that keeps on not giving. Scott Morrison, uh, we're in March 2022. Scott Morrison's been trying to call an election since January 2021. So everyone's going to give Anthony Albanese small target policy, which I have absolutely destroyed numerous times on this show. Uh, They're going to give it credit because he's going to win an election. But it's worth pointing out that in January last year, after doing this small target thing and not cutting through at all, Scott Morrison wanted to call an election because he was waltzing to victory. The only reason that Anthony Albanese's small target policy has worked at all is that Scott Morrison has been the most unrelenting calamity boon balloon of incompetence and scandal ever since. Pretty much straight away, we had the Facebook debacle where they blocked the news off and Brittany Higgins and the never-ending stream of sexual abuse claims and um, bullying and, and harassment of women. And he's not been free from any... Um, he's not had any clean water for over a year to call an election. He's tried to do it so many times and he tried to do it now by getting his mates in the media to throw as much mud about Labour bullying of women and Anthony Albanese going uh, AWOL when the going got tough. And then he wanted to do the budget and then he wanted to go on Lee's sales show and announce the election. That's my theory. Because he's running out of time. He's only got a few weeks to announce it. And instead, I mean, him going after Labour for the treatment of women and bullying and going AWOL is kind of like Pablo Escobar going after one of his rivals for being a cocaine dealer. It came back to bite him hard. I mean, he even cancelled his Lee Sales appearance to go AWOL when the going got tough that day. And of course, when you are dealing with the rampant misogyny and bullying of his government, Going after your opponent for your two biggest weaknesses is an absolutely stupid game plan. For a start, Kimberly didn't accuse anyone. Kimberly Kitchen, who died from a heart attack allegedly, didn't accuse anyone in labour of bullying. She accused Scott Morrison of being a bully. As did Gladys Berejiklian, called him evil and a bully. And of course, straight away, we had Conchetta Fioraventi Wells, if I said that right, go to her last speech before the house and inviscerate Scott Morrison for being a bully. The next day, Pauline Hanson, of all people, called Scott Morrison a bully. So he has, again, not been able to um, call an election. Like, he cannot get out from under. He is so obsessed by the 24-hour news cycle. He thought he had Albo on the ropes for a week. Nice budget he could lie about and spin. I'll announce the election. And he hasn't been able to do it again. And, I mean, it's not even the, the only controversies. He refused to see the new Chinese ambassador and uh, tried to paint that as a position of strength. No Chinese person in government will see that as anything other than a weakness. Um, and we've now found out that the taxpayer of Australia is going to pay the French government $5 billion for doing nothing. $5 billion for doing nothing at all because he cancelled his own submarine contract. It's going well. But the most interesting thing to have blown up is this. When he first came into uh, politics in 2007, 
It was under an incredibly controversial set of circumstances that have for some reason now blown up. Um, his past is so off limits. Like you can't find out why he got the sack from this job or that. He is really secretive about his background. But he um, faced Michael Tauk uh, for pre-selection of, I think, Cook. Uh, Prime Minister Scott Morrison has flatly denied allegations that he said his competitor for pre-selection in 2007 was a Muslim who was being investigated. Uh, last week, Liberal Senator Conchetta Fiera Venti Wells launched an extraordinary attack on Morrison in Parliament, calling, calling him an autocrat and a bully with no moral compass. And she also said that where statutory declarations claiming that when Morrison ran for the seat of Cook, his entry into politics... In 2007, he made racial comments about Michael Talk, who was running against him. I'm advised that there are several statutory declarations to attest to racial comments made by Scott Morrison at the time that we can't have a Lebanese person in Cook. Um, the state executive voted 12 to 11 not to endorse Talk and ordered a modified selection process. They... Um, Where's oh, a good bit? There's a really good bit in here. Another testimony reportedly written by of Talc uh, said a number of members told him Morrison said similar things to them. Former Labour Senator Sam Dastiari said he had prepared the file and handed it to Morrison. He told Sydney Radio, I would never underestimate Scott Morrison because I would never underestimate a guy who would turn to one of his opponents to take out one of his own, a guy that will literally do anything. Now, this has blown up. Uh, Scott Morrison lost by a factor of eight the pre-selection vote, I think. Um, the, he, Michael Tout got eight times the, the number of votes. And then he got the bigwigs at the Liberal Party to overturn the result. And that's how we ended up with our worst ever Prime Minister. And this story has blown up. Uh, it's always been in the background. And we know that senior people in the Liberal Party helped out Scott Morrison and destroyed Michael Tauk. That is what you're reading about at the moment. What you're not reading about is the rest of it. Where is it? Basically, there was... I'm going to have to look it up again. I think I've gone over the top. So the other thing is that there was, he got the Murdoch press involved on his behalf to defame Michael Tauk and destroy his life and destroy his career and put his mum in hospital. And then the Murdoch press tried every tactic under the sun to try and... Uh, get him to not prosecute them in court and they ended up the day before it was due to go to trial ah oh, found it thank god um they actually settled out of court and admitted that they had defamed michael talc okay the uh, this is from the leader this is a story that you may not have heard from uh 2015 News Limited was willing to pay dearly for this story not to be published. It first offered a $110,000 payment plus a private apology to avoid going to court. 
But the price it demanded was that the matter be kept confidential. The company was told to take a jump, see you in court. The Daily Telegraph had published four stories about Michael Talk, which he believed defamed him, destroyed his political career and caused untold stress on his family. These stories sent my mother to hospital, he told me. This is Paul Sheehan, uh, the journalist involved. They demonised me. I wanted them in court. But court was not where News Limited wanted to see Talc. They spent a lot of money fighting me. Their lawyers made me jump through every hoop. They asked me 30 pages of questions. Near the eve of the court date, lawyers for this subsidiary which publishes the Daily Telegraph, Nationwide News Proprietary Limited, offered the confidentiality package which Talc rejected. On the eve of the trial, Nationwide came up with another offer, 50,000 plus cost, plus removing the offending articles from the internet and dropping the confidentiality requirement. On advice of counsel, Talc accepted. So the middle pre not only did Scott Morrison get into politics in the first place by a pre-selection process which he had lost, and isn't the pre-selection process that he is trying to dominate for the Liberals um, still a very interesting thing? Because he's taken them to court again, trying to use the Attorney General on his side. Not only did he use the bigwigs at the Liberals to racially vilify the member who had won pre-selection to insert himself, but the Daily Telegraph won four, uh, ran four defamatory articles about Talc at the height of the Cronulla anti-Lebanese protests and tried to vilify him and lied and paid him out. And that's what's not even being mentioned now. And this all led to Scott Morrison being put in the position he is in now. This is a vile bully, an evil bully, according to Gladys Berejiklian, that has gained the system from day one and has tried to hide every trace of how vile his progress into politics was.